Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Thessalonians. Today is episode 379. Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. It's your passage. In view of this, we always pray for you that our God will make you worthy of his calling and by his power fulfill your every desire to do good and your work produced by faith so that the name of our Lord Jesus will be glorified by you, and you by him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul's second letter to the church at Thessalonica. His first letter was sent following Timothy's returning to Paul in Corinth and giving a report of what was happening in Thessalonica. Sometime later, Paul is sending this second letter, and the concern seems to be about the second coming. Some people are saying it's already occurred. Now, we'll really get to that in chapter 2, but today we're finishing up chapter 1, and Paul has started talking about this a little bit, about what will happen when the Lord does return. He talked about there'll be judgment of those who are doing the persecution of the Thessalonians, but there'll also be deliverance for those who are followers of Christ. So he's just finished this discussion talking about judgment and deliverance and the coming of the Lord. And then it begins in verse 11. He says, in view of this, well, view of what he's just been talking about, the second coming of the Lord and all the things that will happen, the deliverance of the saints. So in view of this, we always pray for you that our God will make you worthy of his calling. Well, some comments here. He says, we always pray for you. So that's a good thing to remember, to be persistent in prayer. Paul says, we're always praying for you guys. And so we should always be praying for one another. He says that we're praying that our God will make you worthy of his calling. Be careful there that we don't try to turn this into making them worthy to be saved. What he's talking about is you've already been called. But what we want is God to make you worthy of that calling which you've already responded to. Nobody's worthy of the calling that they receive from the Lord. We'll talk about calling in a few minutes, but just nobody's worthy of being called by the Lord. And his prayer is that God would make them worthy of the calling that they've already responded to. He's really talking about their transformation. In the first letter, we talked about sanctification, that is being made more holy. And it's a similar kind of thing. He's praying for their transformation, their continued sanctification as they follow Christ. It's an action of God. So we're praying that God will make you worthy of his calling and by his power fulfill your every desire to do good. Well, that implies that they have a desire to do good. But yet that's part of what that transformation is. As we follow Christ, we are transformed. And we're always being in this continuous state of being drawn closer to God and being changed to be more and more like Jesus Christ. And as that happens, particularly as our hearts change, our desires change, and our desires shift more and more from our own selfish desires to desiring that which God desires. And so, as they're being made worthy of his calling, that is being transformed by the power of God, 
their desires are changing and their desires are to do good. But we're not really empowered to do good on our own. It's only through the Holy Spirit within us that we have any ability to do anything that is any good. And so part of Paul's prayer is that God's power will fulfill their desire to do good. Even their desires are being transformed through the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So fulfill your desire to good and your work produced by faith. Faith is believing God. Faith is that trust in God. And through that faith, we are being transformed. Our desires are being transformed. We're empowered to do what is good, what is right. And as all a result of faith, which does result in work being produced by faith. And notice the purpose of all this, verse 12, so that the name of our Lord Jesus will be glorified by you. Notice that the whole purpose of this is, is the kingdom. It's, it's for God. It's not so that we can be great, so we can be wonderful, so we can be renowned. It's so that the name of Jesus will be lifted up. Now, by name, it means more than just the name Jesus, what we call him. But name is, in, in biblical terms, when talking about the name of someone, we're talking about that someone. Back in old-time cops and robbers movies, uh, somebody running away, and somebody would shout, Stop! In the name of the law. And what they're referring to there is... Not that I said the word L-A-W, law. It's by the authority of the legal system. So when we're talking about the name of Jesus Christ, we're not talking about what we call him. We're talking about who he is and everything about him. So the name of Lord Jesus be glorified. We're really talking about that Jesus will be glorified. So his prayer is that the all these things would be resulting in their lives that, that would bring glory to the Lord Jesus. And you by him. So we actually will participate in that glory of the Lord. And that is an action of him, him allowing us to be a part of what he's doing. That's where sometimes we wonder, you know, why is God always wanting us to do things? Well, that's a backwards way of looking at it. It's no, we are invited by the Lord to be a part of what he is doing. There could be nothing more important, nothing more fantastic than to be a part of God's plan. And in that, we get to actually participate in the glory of Jesus. He says this is according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is Paul's prayer for them. In light of the second coming, which is going to happen, in which all these things are going to happen, he's praying that they would continue to be in progress. They would continue to be transformed. I think I would say some more about calling. Because he said his prayer is that the Lord would make them worthy of his calling. Don't want to get too deep in this, but sometimes we're using the terms calling. We, we talk about an external call and an internal call. An external call is just the proclamation of the gospel. The gospel is proclaimed, and that is effectively a call from God to come and follow God. That's what we call the external call. Then the internal call is that prompting by the Holy Spirit to follow Christ. We see that a lot of places in the Bible, this calling. In, in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 22, verse 14, 
Christian Standard Bible says, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Well, invited is the same word as call. Many are called, but few are chosen. So this idea of a call that goes out to many, but not everyone responds to the call. Not everyone comes to Christ as a result of that call. And that's talking to that external call, the, the call of the gospel. One of the places we really see this, and we have to be careful we don't get too wrapped up in it, but just understand what's being said here is uh, Romans 8, 28 through 30. Uh, Paul says, We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Here he's talking about internal call. He goes on and says, For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. This is speaking that internal call, that drawing of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus talked about this drawing toward God in, in John six forty four. Jesus said, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. So this idea of the calling of God is that prompting of the Holy Spirit to follow Christ. And those, you know, in the Romans passage, all those whom the Holy Spirit prompts to follow Christ do so. So when we talk about those who are called, we're talking about those who have come to Christ. Now, sometimes we get all wrapped up in this uh, idea of free will versus predestination. Is it uh, my will or God's will? Well, it's both. And that's where you have to embrace the tension in the Bible here. The Bible speaks of predestination very strongly. It also speaks of free will very strongly. And, and this idea that God's in charge and God's will is supreme, but we're also called to exercise our will. And particularly in this area of calling, we see where God's doing something and we are doing something like the call to follow Christ. There's a call from God, but we respond to that. And in Ephesians chapter four, verses one through three, Paul writes, therefore, I, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you've received. And there's the similarity between what we just saw here in Second Thessalonians. Here, Paul's praying that God will make you worthy of his calling. In Ephesians, he says, I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you've received. So in one place, he's asking to be an action of God to make us worthy. Here he's calling it a matter of your behavior to walk worthy. So it's both of those. It's the, the action of, of the Holy Spirit within us that makes us worthy that empowers us to even do the very thing that he's asking the Ephesians to do, to walk worthy. But here he describes in Ephesians what that looks like. I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you received with all humility, gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. That's kind of a description of what walking worthy looks like. So here in this uh, prayer for the Thessalonians, his prayer is that God would make them worthy of his calling. That is, that God would work in their lives, the Holy Spirit, to transform them into what he's actually called them 
to be. And that's a great prayer for, for all of us, is that God would continue to work in our lives to carry forward that transformation to make us worthy of that calling, because none of us was worthy of the calling, but the Holy Spirit works in us to transform us. This is a good prayer for us, for ourselves, us, for our friends, for one another, that God would make us worthy of the calling which he's extended to us. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Second Thessalonians.